You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are off and running episode number 10 of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition 2023. Jim Rosenhouse with you. From Goodyear, Arizona, Guardian Spring Training. We're at the complex recapping a weekend of play for Cleveland. That saw yesterday they played up at Surprise against the Royals and lost a 7-6 ball game. A little bit later on, we'll hear from Josh Bell, the newly acquired first baseman DH, who is expected to supply some power for the Guardians this season. Good veteran free agent signing in the offseason. And we'll talk to Josh as he makes his adjustment to a new ball club. That comes up in a little bit. But first, a weekend recap. Certainly yesterday, uh, an entertaining game up in Surprise. Back and forth it went. The Guardians with a late rush, and uh, they eventually had that tying run on base, but John Kenzie Noel, who drove in the sixth run to make it a one-run ball game, tried to stretch a single into a double with two outs and was thrown out at second base to end the ball game, and that was it. On the mound, Xavier Curry worked four innings, looked pretty good, allowed two earned runs on five hits. He struck out one, but uh, a real positive effort for the young right-hander out of Georgia Tech. Eli Morgan, he allowed a run. Emmanuel Classe, a couple of runs in their innings of work as they get their work in. Fran Milray is playing for Kansas City, hit a mammoth home run. And uh, on the other side for the Guardians, Miles Straw with a couple of base hits. Good game for Straw out of the leadoff spot. Jose Ramirez with another hit. Noel did hit a home run and was two for two in the ball game. So a lot going on in this one up in surprise. The Royals with that win, how about this? And it means nothing normally uh, exhibition game records, whether it's Grapefruit League or Cactus League, they are 14-2 and two for what it's worth. And uh, they do keep scores, so you like to win the games, and that's what they're doing right now in spring training. So good for Matt Quattaro, the former Guardians coach, and Brian Sweeney, also a former coach. They are now manager and pitching coach, respectively, for the Royals. So that's a quick recap on Sunday's action. Now let's get right to our interview with, actually, you know what, let's go back and hear from Terry Francona because uh, some of the news yesterday coming out of camp was uh, the first real cuts of spring training over the weekend. Uh, On Friday, Bo Naylor sent to minor league camp, and then yesterday, pitchers Joey Cantillo, Logan Allen, and Peyton Battenfield were all sent to minor league camp, as was outfielder George Valera, who just hasn't been able to show what he can do because of a wrist injury, and it's really been bothering him this spring. So they're going to try and get him healthy, and they sent him over to the minor league side. And here's Tito's comments on all four. Um, frustrated. You know, I mean, he's a young kid. And he wanted to, you know, kind of make his mark in spring training, which we totally get. Try to remind him that, hey, man, you know, if you'd have got 20 at-bats here, it's not going to define who you are. And just try to remind him of that. So, but he was frustrated because I wanted to play. Yeah, I get it, but, you know, just try to, again, try to remind him, hey, okay, can control what you can control because you can't control your wrist now. Just listen and do what they say and try to get the rest of your body 
you know, try to turn something that's a negative into a positive. That's the best you can do. So hopefully this will come quick and you can start playing. He's still feeling it though. So, you know, oh, he's in a training room, like and he's doing, he's gripping bats and stuff, but they, they can't turn him loose just because he's still feeling it. And he feels it in different parts, so they just want to get a little better feel for it. Um, you know, he only threw one in, and we had told him coming in that we were going to slow play this, and you could tell that that didn't sit great with him, but he's too respectful of the kid to ever say anything, you could tell, and in a good way, you know, I think he wanted to pitch more, but we kind of told him, we said, hey man, we're, you know, trying to set you up for your, not just this year, but for your career, because there's a lot to like. So, and the same thing as we told Logan, you, know, you got to go start getting stretched out. You know, staying in camp for another week, although it might be fun, riding a bus over to Salt River to back up isn't going to help them get ready for the year. So, we were both, we were glad they both came in and had really good innings yesterday. They went out and threw more in the pen. Now they can start their progression of getting stretched out. Just trying to be the, the best version of himself. And by that I mean, you know, like he doesn't necessarily, in this day and age when everybody's looking for strikeouts, he's a little bit like Quantrill where he can do some early contact and weak contact and get you deeper into a game. Just say, hey, don't try to be somebody you're not. And you know, go out there and work ahead because if you work ahead, you're going to start to be able to expand and miss bats. But I think he's in a pretty good place. Want to make sure he tightens up his delivery where doesn't have different release points, things like that. But that's kind of what that's what AAA and the minor leagues are for. That's manager Terry Francona talking about the four players who were sent to the minor league side yesterday as the major league roster now in camp is at 52 and of course that's a little lighter right now with eight players at the world baseball classic all right as promised josh bell had a chance to visit with us earlier last week and here's how that conversation went with the veteran switch hitting first baseman dh josh you're a, a new ball club i know you, you've changed teams a couple of times but um how has this gone in terms of getting to know people and and uh, feeling comfortable with a new team no, it's been great. Um, I think that that's a good opportunity for me to have in spring training. Um, you know, just meeting everyone, trying to get everyone's names down uh, before the season starts and before camp breaks. Um, the atmosphere here has been incredible. Tito does a great job of establishing what he wants from, from players, and, uh, you know, we, we try our hardest to, you know, adhere to that. And you have some good perspective on being with some teams that, that struggled, other teams, playoff team last year. Um, what are you seeing in here that, that gives you a real – uh, cause for hope that this could be a, a real positive season. No, I'm pumped. I mean, I, I feel like uh, both sides of the ball, um, the attention to detail in regards to, you know, first pitch strikes with, with pitchers. They have multiple pitches. You got T-Mac, you have Beaver, um, Plezak. I've seen really good things from. Um, obviously, you have Savali. Um, you know, I, I feel like winning teams um, all start with starting pitchers. Um, when you have three, four, five guys that can really command the ball, um, command the strike zone. Um, you know, it, it takes a load off of the offense, and then you look at our offense, and it's incredible. So, uh, 
you know, we have, you know, both sides of the ball ready to go this year. I'm pumped to see what happens. When you look at your game, uh, no shift this year. And I know all your bats at bats don't come from the left side, but certainly enough do. Um, how do you think that, that might impact your game? No, I'm pumped. I, I feel like uh, I haven't played that kind of baseball since the, the minor leagues. Um, so I'm excited to you know, have a runner at first base and only see a second baseman over there. Um, I'm excited to get rewarded for, for pull side ground balls um, just a little bit more this year. Um, obviously, as a power guy, you never really want to hit the ball on the ground. But when you do, especially when you hit it hard, you want to be rewarded um, occasionally. So I think that it's going to help a lot of lefties out. Um, and I, I think that it's going to put a lot of, of pressure on the defense. So the, the type of baseball that we play, we run hard, we steal bases, it's going to put even more pressure on them. When you look at, at trying to improve throughout your career, obviously you've had some different hitting coaches. Uh, a new set of eyes here, how can that be helpful for you? I, I think it's been great so far. Um, this is this is one of the first times where I, I've really uh, given in um, to uh, like the mechanical side of uh, like how my body works. Been working with Joe in the weight room. Been working with Chris. They're kind of on the same page um, in regards to how my body moves, what I need to do for activation, how it's going to play in the game. So I think that you know we still have a, a few more weeks of camp, but if I can find that perfect routine to where my body feels like it's ready to go, um, when, whenever the season starts, I'm going to you know get off to a really good start. It doesn't seem like it's that long ago that you're you're a young guy playing with Pittsburgh, trying to find your way in the major leagues. Now you're the veteran guy that the team has brought in to, to really solidify things. Um, how do you handle that from, from a mental standpoint, and, and how quickly has that time gone by to where you are now? You know, it's nuts to think about. Um, obviously, I got called up in 2016. It feels like a, you know, a blink has gone by, and you know, I'm looking up. I've gotten six, seven years in the big leagues. So uh, you know, I, I'm definitely excited to be here. And I, I don't really feel like I'm that much older than any of the other guys in the clubhouse. Um, but, uh, you know, like you said, I was brought here for a reason, solidify the lineup, you know, be that voice in the clubhouse. Um, and, you know, hopefully I can, uh, you know, do that more. I know you're born and raised in Texas, but plenty of time in Pittsburgh, very similar town to Cleveland. Uh, does that help and, and some personal side things help with the comfortability factor of where you're going to be playing your home games? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I know the, the area fairly well. Um, pretty much played there for the, the first half of my career, at least, you know, an hour and a half away in, in Pittsburgh. So uh, I'm excited to get back up there and excited to play in some cool games because um, I always feel like the advantage uh, goes to the hitter there. So I'm pumped for that, and, and we'll see how we start out. That's Josh Bell, and uh, gosh, uh, the, the word was when he signed here that uh, you're getting one of the nice guys in the game who will be really good for your clubhouse. And, oh, by the way, hit some home runs too. And uh, really nice to get to know Josh a little bit more uh, through that interview, and hopefully you enjoyed that here on the Rosie Report. And that's going to do it for this edition. Coming up today, the Guardians are in Glendale, Arizona, up at Camelback Ranch to take on the Dodgers. Eastern time, that's a 4.05 first pitch, and you can see it on MLB, uh, the MLB app, the Dodgers TV broadcast there, and uh, I believe they are also doing radio as well. So a couple of options uh, from the Los Angeles side of things. We'll be back on the MLB app tomorrow, Tuesday, when the Guardians take on the Angels right here in Goodyear. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. And as always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you 
for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team.